You're listening to the Telltale Channel. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, don't forget to check out my Patreon. And take a look at my other YouTube channels too. You can find some ad-free, uncensored, complete versions of my videos on my website, owenmorgan.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for my email list to get early access to everything I release. All links are in the description. In this podcast, we're going to talk about Roseanne completely melting down during an interview with Alex Jones. Trump prophet Julie Green responding to the news that Trump might be indicted. Televangelist Hank Kuhneman really trying to drill into his audience that Biden is a clone. We also take voicemails. If you want to leave a voicemail, the number is 1-800-701-8573. Alternatively, you can send me an email if you just go to the Contact Me button on my website, owenmorgan.com. Just click Contact Me, top right corner. You can leave a question or a comment. And while you're there, sign up for my email list. I'd appreciate that very much. Also, if you go to my website, owenmorgan.com, you gain early access to videos. There's stuff up there that won't release for weeks still, so check that out. This video is actually from late April 2022. He was running for governor of Pennsylvania, and he got pretty far. He beat his opponent in the primary and went up against the the eventual winner. So Mastriano lost the election, but he was a complete nutcase. Now, this conference is called Patriots Arise, and it is a full-blown QAnon extremist event put on by somebody named Francine Fosdick. Listen to what old uh, Doug Mastriano here had to say at this Patriots Arise conference that he attended right before the 2022 election. God is really working in our state. I know things are dark. I know it's not going to be easy, but we're going to win on May 17th with your help. And he actually did. He's talking about the primary. He was going to win against his Republican opponent, and he did. He won. (laughs) And in November, we're going to take our state back. My God will make it so. Ooh, ouch. That one stings, huh? Didn't end up working out for him as it turns out. He lost to the Repu- or he lost to the the Democratic governor. Who was it? Was it Shapiro or Wolf? Josh Shapiro. Yeah, Josh Shapiro is the the governor that beat Mastriano in a race. Now, this guy was absolutely unhinged from reality in every way. Oh my god. I am so glad that this guy did not win the governorship. But here's where it gets interesting. There's a reason I'm talking about this right now. We actually got leaked footage, apparently, from this event. Like I said, this is a QAnon event held by this woman named Francine and I think her husband Dan or something. Fosdick is her last name. I want to watch that footage in a second. Just finish listening to Mastriano here. It's going to be beautiful. Pennsylvania is going to be the freest, most hopeful, most constitutionally based state in the nation. People are going to want to move here and Maryland as well. <laughs> There's a Maryland uh, gubernatorial candidate, I think. We're going to unleash the potential, the energy and resources God has given us underneath our feet here. It's going to be a place of prosperity and hope. We're going we're gonna to fuel the New England and middle, Mid-Atlantic states. I mean, it's going to be amazing. And, yeah. pe- you know, you think Florida looks good? Amateur hour after one charge. 
deeply disturbing. Oh my God, I'm so glad that he did not get in. That would have been... That that may have been the push that QAnon needed to really take hold of political power. I have to say it's disturbing to think about Mastriano winning. I'm just glad he didn't. But I got this email from somebody, Willow the Wendigo. I wanted to just give it a quick read because it's about that, actually, that event. Hey, Owen, came across this on Reddit and thought you'd be interested in covering it for your channel. It's a short video which seems to be taken while undercover of a MAGA cult gathering. There's a video playing with a lot of crazy lies and subliminal messages and Trump propaganda, and they seem to start a church service of some kind. It's honestly crazy. So it doesn't actually say that it's the Patriots Arise conference that I just watched, but I identified it immediately. Listen to the video that they came across on Reddit. This is a hidden Antifa camera, apparently. Before we watch this, uh, if you are listening rather than, than you know, watching this, actually watching this, I'll just kind of give you an overview. It's just showing these weird little things flashing by, you know, space race, terrorism, banking collapse, big pharma. It's showing all the things that QAnon nutter butters are afraid of, basically, is, is all it's really showing. Foreign aid scam, slush funds everywhere, famine, money, charities, ritual child sacrifice in a satanic city. Like Trump won in a landslide at the end with Trump saluting. It's all just a fever dream of nonsense. It's all completely fake, obviously. The fear, the corruption, the greed, the wars and rumors of wars. That was uh, Crowley. What's his name? Um, oh, my God. Ali Esther. Yeah, Ali Esther Crowley. That's who that picture. He's famous as a, an occult cult leader and is viewed as like the root of all evil or something like that. Bloodlines and got pentagrams. Just these people are so obsessive over absolutely nothing. Here's the bottom line with this. I, there's one thing I wanted to mention with this video. The emailer mentioned it looks like subliminal messaging stuff. It does look like that. It looks like it's set up like a clockwork orange subliminal messaging, right? Like they're slipping words in to kind of influence you in a certain way or whatever. It doesn't work that way in real life. Influence doesn't work it's not as easy to influence somebody as just putting words or flashing words real quick on a screen out of nowhere or you know product place and just placing something in the background and then somebody whatever it doesn't work that it's not that simple when you're trying to influence somebody to be a member of a cult or to exit a cult it's not that easy uh, so I wouldn't read too much into the subliminal messaging aspect of it. But now that we're at the end of the video, here's where it gets interesting. Watch this. It's game over for the darkness. It's game over for the darkness. Okay. Somebody put this together unironically and showed it to a crowd of people. So here's the religious ceremony that was taking place mentioned in the email. 
the uh, filmed on a secret undercover Antifa camera. So what they're doing here is they're blowing something called a shofar, and it's traditionally a Jewish instrument. It's basically a ram's horn that makes a very specific sound. It's used in religious rituals and ceremonies and things. Uh, some evangelical Christians have picked it up. Like, for example, Greg Locke, his church uses shofars to kind of blow as like a, a sign of success or whatever. I'm trying to see, like, what does the shofar symbolize? The very first reference is in Genesis when Abraham was about to sacrifice his beloved son Isaac. As an angel stops Abraham, we are told that the ram gets caught and his horn is tangled up in a thicket. The animal gets substituted for Isaac. Hence, we are taught that the shofar represents continuity and a hopeful future. So they'll they'll blow the horn when they are looking for success or something like that. Can't tell what they yelled there. If you have any idea, then put it in the comments. But, uh, you know, there is also some dark, sinister music playing in the background. That's kind of a propagandistic twist that I'm not a fan of. But, yeah, this whole event was disturbing and weird and confusing. And basically a religious event. It was basically just a religious event. It's just weird, man. It's a religious event for Donald Trump. Like, how whacked out does this get seriously that they're holding religious events for trump so anyways yeah that that was the end of the video i just wanted to show you guys that secret filming on the undercover antifa camera or Antifa, as I hear some uh, Republicans are calling it now. This is definitely a religious cult, for sure. It's now a religious cult. I I'm talking like QAnon has always kind of been a, a political cult that had religious undertones to it, but Trumpism is now a full-blown religion. They believe him to be the Messiah. I I'm talking to the people at this uh, gathering here, some of them. It's nuts, man. Anyway, thank you for the uh, email. I really appreciate that. I thought that was fascinating. Hey, Owen, this is Mike calling from Toronto, Canada. I was wondering, I heard on one of your episodes that your wife uh, worked at American Atheists. And I was wondering if you did. Uh, she did. She was an intern. So it was temporary, like just like a couple of months during the summer. And she was just kind of a law clerk that Googled things and typed up papers for them and stuff. At American Atheists. And I was wondering if you did any episodes or are going to do any episodes on Whatever happened to David Silverman? You see, I still have him on my friends list on Facebook, and but he's completely, my understanding is he's been shunned or something, canceled, if you will. I'd love to hear about what happened to him. So, you know, if you're going to cover that, that'd be great. By the way, you have a fantastic show. I listen to every episode. Bye for now. Yeah, I appreciate that. Really interesting question about David Silverman. Um, all right, here's the thing. David Silverman, I don't know how much information about him is, like, private just between me and another person and how much is 
public information, so I'm going to try to keep it just kind of base level stuff that anybody could find out if they just Googled enough. I believe that he was fired from American Atheists because of some sexual impropriety, because there was something, or maybe they didn't even cite a reason, but there were accusations against him over sexual misconduct. Now, were those allegations true? I don't know. I, I can't say. Were they true? I can't say. You're just going to have to guess, I, I, I suppose. That being said, since he left American Atheists, he has kind of made it his goal in life to defend sexual assaulters and abusers or sexual assault. Not even things that like may have been... like These people may actually be innocent, the, the people that he's talking about, but it's weird. Every time... There's a man that's been accused of impropriety. He defends them hands down, no matter what, no matter how much evidence we have against them or whatever. He says that, you know, there it was the women's fault or something. Not only that, but now the guy is talking about wokeism being a disease and all this other garbage. Just check out this uh, this thing about Andrew Torres. If you don't know Andrew Torres... Andrew Torres has historically been very involved in the atheist community. I think he's on the board of some organizations. I'm not sure which. Has a podcast. I don't even remember the name of it now. And he was accused of some impropriety, just kind of being aggressive online uh, with some women. Is it true? I have no clue. I, I, I'm not you know, here to talk about what Andrew Torres did. I, I, I don't know. Maybe he's innocent. Maybe he's guilty. Who, who fucking knows? But David Silverman doesn't know either, and he decided to hyper-focus in on, you know what, just listen to what Silverman said about it. I don't even know if what Silverman's saying about Torres is true. Maybe, Sil maybe Torres is innocent, maybe he's guilty, I don't know, but listen to what Silverman said. It should make it clear for you. These are f***ing whores. Okay, these people are doing this for publicity. These people are trying to be heroes. Look, my picture's in the paper. I'm a victim. I'm a hero because somebody texted me. Things got a little awkward, so I fucked with the man's life. Talking about, like I said, I don't know. Maybe Torres is innocent. Who knows? But it's like every single time there's something that happens, like with sexual impropriety or whatever. Silverman, every time comes out on the man's side, no matter what. It's just, it's weird. Oh, you're heroes. And then he goes on InfoWars, seriously, InfoWars, and he says this. I mean, well, I don't think he's talking here, but listen to the intro that they gave him. We are welcoming in Dave Silverman of Atheists for Liberty. He is a 24... Uh, he started a new organization after leaving American Atheists, Atheists for Liberty. Dave Silverman of Atheists for Liberty. He is a 25-year atheist activist, TV, radio personality, victim of cancel culture, former, former, former woke leftist. <laughs> he wrote all of this stuff himself. This is how he describes himself. Okay, former woke leftist, victim of cancel culture activist tv radio personality victim of cancel culture former former 
former woke leftist, he says, and now a libertarian. I'm so excited to have you on. I, I didn't get the chance to talk to you at CPAC, so I called you up and you were all too willing to come on and have this conversation with the, I called myself the Jesus freak of Infowars and you're like, hey, that's fine. I'll talk to you. <laughs> so very cool on that. We're just talking about unity. So he goes to CPAC and he tries to recruit people for his whole thing. CPAC, of course, the, is the conservative political action conference. It's this big far right event that happens like a, every year or multiple times a year. I don't even remember. Here are a couple of tweets for you from it. My psychic powers tell me today's January 6th hearing will not yield actual evidence that Trump committed a literal crime on January 6th. Checkmate, atheists. CNN tweeted, more than half of Republican governor nominees have questioned or denied the legitimacy of the 2020 election. And Silverman tweets under that, their questions are legitimate. Face them and debate them instead of demonizing half the country. No, they're not legitimate, actually. Those questions are not legitimate. It's nonsense. Somebody says, no reasonable person thinks the 2020 election was fraudulent. There were far bigger problems with the 2016 election, like Russian propaganda, not collusion. But I accepted the result. David Silverman says, so you say millions disagree. Millions face the issue. There are valid concerns. What atheist would ever give this as an argument? Millions disagree. Really? So now the majority is the group that's correct every time, huh? Coming from an atheist. There are valid concerns. Pretending they aren't true is going to cause everyone to see you don't care about discourse when it's not in favor of your narrative. So your narrative must be wrong, like religion. That's what Silverman's been saying and doing this whole time. That's what he's been up to. He is a self-avowed, anti-woke, right-wing nutcase. He's also anti-vax, for what it's worth. He sued some company for the ability to not get vaccinated, not just on religious grounds, but on non-religious grounds. Like, if religion, you know, in an ideal world, religion would have just as many rights as, you know, the non-religious. Like, religious people would have the same rights as non-religious and vice versa, right? But religious people were getting an exemption from vaccines for religious reasons, and David Silverman sued so that non-religious people didn't have to get them too, which is an interesting concept. Tactically, it's interesting, but completely ass backwards. We should not be limiting how many people get vaccinated. We should be expanding how many people get vaccinated. I don't think religious exemptions should exist for vaccines. There is nothing in the Bible about vaccines. There's no religious reason to not get one. So anyways, yeah, that that's, that's why Silverman has kind of been excised from the community. And when I say excised, I don't mean he's not, you know, we're not allowed to talk to him. We're not allowed to follow him anymore. If you want to follow him, be my guest. That's your thing. I don't give a shit, really. I think he's a scumbag and want nothing to do with him. He has really hurt a lot of people that I know very closely. And he's just terrible in every way. He's a right-wing extremist nutcase who doesn't deserve our attention or interest anymore, in my opinion. Uh, and he likes to follow drama around. He loves to start drama and talk about all of the dramatic shit happening in any given moment, in any community. And it's just obnoxious, dude. Yeah, that, that, those are my two cents. You want to follow him? Be my guest. I want nothing to do with the fucking person. Hey, how are you? I'm Peter, a 75-year-old fart from the state of Washington. Uh, oh, I, I love your um, 
I love your channel. And I'm a theist, by the way. And I just love the way you beat up on these right-wing fake Christian fascists, you know, Christian nationalists. Yeah, absolutely. I call them fake Christian fascists, and I think that's the word we should start using on them all. And uh, keep up the good work. I appreciate what you do. And these fake Christian fascists, you know, you know what I say about them? They say they're Christian and good people. I'll tell you something. The shit that came out of my kitty cat's ass is more spiritual and Christian than those people will ever be. Hey, love what you do. Keep it up. Bye-bye. Blessings. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's pretty funny. Um, I think that, well, Christianity is, is of course, like a self-ascribed label. So, you know, anybody can claim to be Christian. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses say that they're Christian. Mormons say they're Christian. Oh, I think some, well, I, I guess Scientologists don't call themselves Christian necessarily, but there are a, a billion different groups out there that claim to be Christian. And, you know, if you claim to be one, then you're, you're a Christian as far as I'm concerned. But... The thing is, the reason I contest, you know, Christian fascist nutcases like televangelists, you know, Kenneth Copeland, all the others. The reason I contest their Christianity in the first place is because they want to lump all Christians together desperately. They want to gather everybody in under their umbrella and claim all of Christianity and say, Look how powerful we are. We are all Christians here. So we have 150 million people in the United States that all believe in what we believe in, and we just have to awaken them and make them see that this is the right Christian path, the correct one, right? And every time they are persecuted or, or they pretend to be persecuted, even though they're not, they scream it from the hilltops and say, they're coming for you next. You're a Christian. I'm a Christian. They're after you like they're after me. So they use their connection with the rest of Christianity against people. They use it against people. And that's why I try to kind of sever that connection between normal, run-of-the-mill, chill Christianity that isn't full of nutcases and the nutcases themselves. I want to sever that connection and make it clear that these really are two separate distinct groups so that the nutcases don't have the ability or the leverage to build upon their reputation and use regular, moderate, normal Christianity against everybody. That's generally why I do it. So anyway, yeah, thank you so much for the phone call. I'm glad you like my stuff. 75, that's pretty cool. Glad I have an audience from uh, different age ranges. Hey, Owen, it's Lou from Missouri. Uh, been a while since I called. I've been busy doing your mom. Hey, uh, your mom. Uh, Jesus Christ, dude. Throw that out of nowhere. Uh, thanks for the phone call, Lou. Yeah, I haven't heard from you in a while. I've been busy doing your mom. Hey, I'm wondering if you can, from your experience, tell us the most right wing evangelical states from like most to least delusional. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate the phone call. It's a really interesting one. So there's this website called 270towin.com. Don't know if you guys have ever heard of this before, but let's just take a quick gander at, uh, let's see here. This is a website called 270towin. I usually use this website to figure out like which states we need to win to whatever, you know, to win an election or whatever other thing. It's actually a really useful website if you want to check it out. They have like the House race, the Senate race and stuff like that. 
anyways, let's see. I would say everything in this little corner over here is super, super extreme. Like all of it. North Carolina, South Carolina, West Virginia, Kentucky. Those are probably the worst. Oh, Oklahoma is bad, bad. Oh my God, dude. Kansas isn't quite as bad. Kansas is... Kansas could be worse, so I'll make it a light, light red color. Uh, let's see here. Uh, New York is good. California is good. Texas is so-so. Not quite vivid red. Florida, actually, I think is okay. It's just right now it looks absolutely terrible. Virginia is... It kind of leans blue. It's not fantastic. All of the evangelicals seem to be coming out of this little section here, which interestingly enough, was kind of the center of all of the slave states. This is where a lot of the people lived who were from the KKK. I'm not saying they're connected. I just, you know, make note of that as kind of an interesting observation. Montana is actually pretty bad, too. You'd be surprised. North Dakota, South Dakota. South Dakota, I don't think, is quite as bad as North Dakota. And I would say Nebraska leans blue a little bit. Maine is pretty good. Uh, New Hampshire, surprisingly nutty, actually. New Hampshire, they're, they're a little nutty. Vermont is okay. Connecticut's pretty good. Mass is good. R Rhode Island is good. Jersey, eh. Jersey is okay, but, you know, I have to hate Jersey because I live in New York City, and that's, like, a mandatory part of being a New Yorker, so. Pennsylvania is okay. Ohio is okay. Arizona, dude, that they got problems right now. They got Paul Gosar, and that dude's just terrible in every way. New Mexico's okay. Uh, Colorado is good. I like Colorado, except they got Bobert, or Bobear, as they say, so I'll color it light blue. Utah, fucking bad. Utah's bad. Nevada's okay. I'll, I'll do light blue for Nevada. I, I'm just coloring these based on how I feel about each state, by the by. Wyoming, I don't have a strong opinion, so I'll make it light red. Illinois is okay. Indiana is okay. Missouri, not great. Iowa, absolutely fucking terrible. My wife's from Nebraska, so naturally I have to say Iowa fucking sucks. Minnesota, eh, it's okay, I guess. Wisconsin has good cheese. They're pretty good. Michigan is a mixed bag. Washington is fucking metal. Oregon is fucking metal because they have Portland and, you know, people... You know, Antifa lives in Portland, and they love to burn things down and, and all that other stuff. So Idaho, a fucking sewer. Let's see. And now what do we got here? We've got Delaware. That's from my main man, JB. That's his home state. So got to mark that blue like that one. Maryland, eh, Maryland's okay. And Washington, D.C. is pretty fucking metal. There you go. Every state ranked. Those are my favorite states and my least favorite states. Apparently, I fucking... Wow, I split it right down the middle, apparently. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, I forgot Alaska. Alaska is actually pretty cool. And Hawaii is fucking metal. So now we know which states are the worst and which are the best. This red map is actually pretty representative of where all of the evangelical extremists live, give or take. Hank Kuhneman lives in Nebraska, though. So anyway, yeah. I don't know. I thought that was kind of an interesting exercise. I appreciate the phone call, Lou. And uh, I'll try not to wake you up tonight while I'm doing your mom, so. Next, we're going to talk about Roseanne completely melting down during an interview with Alex Jones. We'll be right back. 
Don't forget to check out my Patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad-free, complete videos. All links are in the description. I wrote that book to help deprogram kids from the Harry Potter book. But anyway, because my grandson was into that. But anyways, at the end, I wrote this chapter called The End, wherein I kill Satan. And I tell you how to do it. Oh, boy. This is Roseanne. Uh, she has gone completely off the deep end at this point, if you didn't catch on to that. She went on Alex Jones's show to do an interview with him, and it got nutty. Listen to what she had to say here. I have a, a little compilation of clips that I wanted to listen to from the interview. This happened on March 4th, 2023. Check this one out. I wrote this book called Roseanarchy. And, and, and Metal name, though, right? Roseanarchy. I, I don't know who helped her name this thing, but that's on point, I got to say. I wrote this book called Roseanarchy. And, and, and uh, you know, of course, nobody bought it, even though I went on Oprah and sucked her ass. I'd only sold 5,000. Wow, that's a really weird saying, but okay. He sold 5,000 copies. Well, we'll get, we'll, we'll sell 50,000 copies. Well, anyways. Well, 5,000 copies isn't that bad, I guess. If she had a traditional publisher, she probably sold about $20,000 worth. That's pretty good, I would say. I would be over the moon if I sold 5,000 copies of my own book. Holy Christ, dude. But... You know, I guess she does have a point. Going on Oprah and trying to sell that and only getting 5,000 copies out, that's a little bit of a flop. Anyways, thanks, Alex. I appreciate your support. I try really hard to... Uh, I wrote that book to help deprogram kids from the Harry Potter bullshit. But anyway, because my grandson was into that. But anyway... Okay, the, there was no concerted effort to deprogram anything for anybody or whatever. You know, if there's one thing I've learned about Roseanne, it's that her mind is just scattershot. She just goes all over the place with no cohesive structure or idea or outline or whatever. It's just it's just anarchy, if you will. I mean, no pun intended. I mean, the book followed its namesake, I guess. You know, the book was just an, an anarchist train wreck, I imagine. I mean, I haven't read the thing. But if the way that she talks is any indication, nobody could make heads or tails of anything. It's probably why nobody bought it. It's garbage. I'm sorry. To deprogram them from Harry Potter? What? What does that even mean? It's just a fantasy story. Really? But anyway, because my grandson was into that. But anyways, at the end, I wrote this chapter called The End, wherein I kill Satan. And I tell you how to do it. This is absolutely unhinged, dude. You know you've hit rock bottom when you're sitting across from Alex Jones, but saying stuff like this is a new low, right? And I'll just give you that at the end. How you do it is when you feel empathy, he can't be there because he hates that. That's you what Christ did. Like exactly. Whatever. Exactly. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Explain it. I'm interrupting. Explain it. No, you explain it. No, you. I need to shut up. You're dead on. Because my enemies, I've learned, as soon as I just forgive them, I still oppose them, but I don't hate them. I feel sorry for them. It deactivates them. That is exactly right. And that is what Christ taught. Okay. So empathy. I don't know if you guys are like familiar with how this evolved in us or whatever, but empathy arose from the ability 
to build models in our heads, right? A single human being was not capable of taking down, say, a woolly mammoth at, at one point in our lives. But if we could get a group of us together and work together and build a model in our head of an idea that we had, you know, build uh, a model of where we wanted to be and at what time, I will stand over there with a spear and pop out as soon as it runs by and you guys chase it past me so that I can jump on it or something, right? That's building a model in our head. That was building a, a model of the outside world inside of us. Now, when that ability evolved in us, it led to empathy as a byproduct. The ability for us to see each other in others' shoes. So we could hear that somebody just lost a kid and put ourselves in that situation, think to ourselves, how painful would that be to like lose a kid? I'm so sorry that this person had to deal with that. That's what empathy is. Okay, now what they're discussing, what Alex Jones just said, that's not empathy. Uh, empathy, by the by, is the entire basis for our moral system as human beings. Explain it. No, you don't. I need to shut up. You're dead on. Because my enemies, I've learned, as soon as I just forgive them, I still oppose them, but I don't hate them. And I feel sorry for them. It deactivates them. Okay. Feeling sorry for and or forgiving is not empathy. They're completely different things, but okay. That is exactly right, and that is what Christ taught. I don't know. Wait. Okay. That's what Christ taught? What? She just spent the, the past like hour and a half in this interview. I know you guys didn't see it. She spent the entire time talking about being Jewish. She says she's Jewish. She's Sephardic Jewish. That's what she said. Why is she talking about what Christ taught? And that is what Christ taught. He taught a bunch of stuff, and I, I, I'm going to start teaching what he taught uh, because I, I believe the time is right. And here's what I think I wanted to say. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Is she Jewish or not? She said all through the entire thing that she's Jewish and she has Jewish secrets that she's going to reveal. And Alex Jones asked if she would tell us some of those Jewish secrets. It got just weird, dude. It just, it, it's weird. But what a thing to say. She thinks that Jesus is like a real person, I guess. That makes her Christian, right? If she thinks that Jesus is a real person and the son of God and all that stuff, wouldn't that make her a Christian? Isn't that the, like the qualifying factor? What I think's happening while they put us in the quarantine, what happened, we got closer with our family. They can't defeat us. Everything they come up with to us, it can't work because we're connected. Like we go and plug our soul into the wall socket. They can't do nothing about it. Dude, I'm telling you, this interview got wacky straight up wacky i was so confused by what was happening from beginning to end in this thing for real listen to this one here's another example of her seemingly disproving her claim that she's jewish i mean maybe she's ethnically jewish maybe she grew up in jewish traditions and stuff but she is not religiously jewish anymore all the bullshit is gonna fade and burn away it is now. Yeah, it is now. We're it's watching. just now catching fire. Yes, it is. The sparks have caught fire and it's all... Look, they're, they're smoking cigarettes on set. Are they even allowed to do that? I thought you weren't allowed to smoke indoors or something like that. I don't know. 
Yes, it is. The sparks have caught fire and it's all burning away. The old is going to go and the new is just being born. And what's going to happen is that the writings of Jesus that people don't know about and they've tried to destroy for 2,000 years, they tried to bury it, they tried to silence him, they tried to, you know, everything they've done to him. But uh, Wait, okay, again, is she Jewish or not? Why is she talking about the teachings of Jesus that, and who is they? Who's trying to destroy these teachings of Jesus secretly? What? I don't understand. I'm so lost. Done to him, but people know in their hearts that what he spoke was true. It's going to come now. It's going to bloom and everybody's going to read it and see it for themselves. And, uh, you know, uh, when I was three, I was told that I would be one who would talk about it. And I've studied it for 70 years and I'm ready to do so. Dude, I look, I clipped all of these out myself. I pulled all these clips. I watched the entire three hour interview. Okay. If you want to see the whole breakdown of it, you can find it on my website, owenmorgan.com. I released it in two separate parts. Just search for Roseanne on there. It's already up there as of now, but you wouldn't believe how difficult it is to split these clips up with Roseanne talking the way she does because there is no end to a sentence there is only ever one big ass long run-on sentence with this person there's and i'm ready to do so and so are a lot of other people and it's time that people really knew who he was and what he did but they don't know okay wow i guess that's where i found the end of the run-on sentence just crazy so that just proves it to me she's not jewish I mean, she may be ethnically Jewish. She believes in the Christian God and believes in Jesus. That makes her Christian, right? I mean, I guess there there are a, a number of different de denominations like Jews for Jesus and stuff like that. But I don't know that she's even any of those things. I'll tell you what I think really happened with Roseanne, okay? I think what happened with her is she bought into the QAnon belief system. I mean, that's most definitely true. She did. She bought into the QAnon belief system. And as a direct result of buying into QAnon, she necessarily had to believe a whole bunch of other Christian-related stuff on top of it. QAnon is not a religious cult. It's a political cult. But religion is a component to it. And I really think that she just built upon uh, you know, her Judaism and incorporated parts of QAnon into it. It's just bizarre to see, man. If you think that's weird, check this one out. This God, Alex Jones is the biggest conspiracy theorist alive. Listen to this. And he also took people up to a mountain and he said, hey, I'm going to feed 2,000 people. Talking about Jesus again and how much you know he taught people and how much he did. 2,000 people with you know just a little bit of fish and a little bit of wine remember that one yes and what did he say he he was teaching people about metaphysics and common will uh okay did did i miss a chapter is my bible missing that verse i don't remember jesus teaching anything about metaphysics what the will of the people united can change everything including I know this will get me in trouble, but I believe. Oh, my God. As if everything that she'd said up to this point was perfectly fine. But now this thing is going to get her in trouble. Like what? With who? Who's she going to get in trouble with? Seriously. Trouble, but I believe it. Including matter itself. 
So you can control everything, including matter. That's what she said, with your mind. She believes that she is capable of moving objects with telekinesis. That's what she's telling us right now. That's unhinged. It gets worse. Well, they know in... in, 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 in... Okay, who is they? Okay, Th these are called weasel words, by the way. Weasel words are some reference to an ambiguous authority, some group of people, some they out there who's trying to pull strings like puppet masters or who has special information that you don't have that you have to appeal to because they know more than you do. That's weasel words. You can't use weasel words when writing books or, or citing references or, or whatever other thing. You can't use it on Wikipedia, for example. If you use weasel words, the article will probably be taken down. He's using weasel words here. There is no they. He's appealing to some ambiguous authority out there. Self. Well, they know in, 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 in quantum mechanics right. for 100 years, 120, 150 years of Max Planck, but now they've got the big spectrometers and things, and they know. You know anytime someone says quantum mechanics is about to go downhill quickly. That just a human observing something when the microscopes are observing, they can't catch it. As soon as you turn it off, the particle slips across the time-space barrier. It can't be seen. It's not allowed to be seen. That's, that's power. And okay, it can't be seen. It's not allowed to be seen. Let me explain what he's talking about here, okay? There's this thing called the double-slit experiment. It's a famous experiment that, unfortunately, was completely misrepresented in pop culture and pop media, right? Okay, there's this really old clip. It, it was like a pop science clip that, that was played to kind of illustrate what the double slit experiment is. Let's just watch like a second or two of it because what Alex Jones is claiming is that this experiment proves that God is real, and that's complete nonsense. And here we are, the granddaddy of all quantum weirdness, the infamous double slit experiment. To understand this experiment, we first need to see how particles, or little balls of matter, act. If we randomly shoot a small object, say a marble, at the screen, we see a pattern on the back wall where they went through the slit and hit. Now, if we add a second slit, we would expect to see a second band duplicated to the right. Now, Let's look at waves. The waves hit the slit and radiate out, striking the back wall with the most intensity directly in line with the slit. The line of brightness on the back screen shows that intensity. This is similar to the line the marbles make. But when we add the second slit, something different happens. If the top of one wave... God, this animation is piss poor. I apologize, guys. But just make it through. This is We're almost at the end of this. ...meets the bottom of another wave. They cancel each other out. So now, there is an interference pattern on the back wall. Places where the two tops meet are the highest intensity, the bright lines, and where they cancel, there is nothing. Okay, so now you've got an idea of what the double slit experiment was. So here's the big revelation they discovered in quantum mechanics. If you 
shoot like one electron every five seconds through the slits and you're not observing it. You're just watching the back wall to see what happens. You get an interference pattern anyways, despite the fact that there was only one. There's only one particle. But if you aim a camera at it or if you observe it, there isn't a camera small enough to actually record something like this. But if you measure this or observe it, it comes out just two slits on the back wall instead of an interference pattern. So the claim here is that this is really weird. Like, how is it that the act of observing this changes the outcome? And the answer is not God. That's what Alex Jones was claiming, that the answer was God. God proves or God is proven to be real because there's an interference pattern. But when you observe it, just the, the mere act of observing it changes the outcome. Well, in reality, you can't point a camera at something that small. We had to bounce another particle off of it to measure its distance and location and stuff like that. And by bouncing another particle off of it, it collapsed its wave function and it turned back into acting like a particle. So we discovered from the double slit experiment that particles act like waves and matter sometimes, depending on the situation. That's not God, that's not an indication that Jesus is hiding behind the corner waiting to scare you when you walk out of the bathroom or whatever the hell they think he does. This is just completely made up. This is a perfect example of why a little bit of science is a dangerous thing to conspiracy theorists. They think they know what they're talking about when in reality they have absolutely no idea. Oh, and, uh, and about this video that we were watching... This video didn't help anything. I don't know. I, I assume this is shown to kids or something like that, but it fed into that ridiculous, mysterious nature, that mysterious air that this experiment had when I don't know if they had the answer at the time or not, but they shouldn't have implied that there was something magical happening. It only went through one, not both. The electron decided to act differently, as though it was aware it was being watched. No, no, that's not what happened. We weren't watching the electron. We were measuring it, and by measuring it, we collapsed its wave function. That's how it works. If you want to learn more about this, actually, there's a guy named Brian Green. He's a theoretical physicist, I think, and he wrote this whole book about string theory, which, by the way, I think is mislabeled a theory. It should be called string hypothesis, but still really, really fascinating and a lot of really interesting information in there. The Fabric of the Cosmos is the name of the book I read, Brian Green with an E on the end. Uh, fantastic book. Oh, my God. But it's really complicated. So just get a, a pen and a piece of paper out and get ready to write things down so you understand the book beginning to end. It's pretty complex. Anyways... Yeah, that's uh, that's Alex Jones just feeding into that misunderstanding of the double slit experiment. Observing, they can't catch it. As soon as you turn it off, the particle slips across the time space barrier. It can't. Time space barrier? What is he even talking about? That's not what the double slit experiment ever claimed. Can't be seen. It's not allowed to be seen. That's that's power. And the scientists who weren't even religious or spiritual, they go, "Whoa, something else is in control." No. No, that never happened at any point. He has no idea what he's talking about. Because they're, they're, they're seeing it for themselves. Yeah, because consciousness affects matter. 
No. Oh, my God. See, this is what happens when you make things all mysterious like this. They shouldn't have said what they said in this video. I don't even know if this is the video they're referring to, like Roseanne and Alex Jones, but they shouldn't have said this in this video anyways. I don't care. It just made people feel like there was something mystical happening when there just isn't. The electron decided to act differently, as though it was aware it was being watched. It's complete nonsense, dude. I think Veritasium did a video on the double slit experiment that explained how it works, too. But anyway, they have no idea what they're talking about. And they seem to be basing their whole belief system off of like this double slit experiment stuff. Like she claimed earlier she could control matter with her mind. And, and she seems to be basing that off of that. It's ridiculous. It absolutely does. So that's why I was thinking if we all put our heads together and like the will of the people united equals the work of God. Okay, I don't know what that means, but uh, I'm confused and disturbed simultaneously. Remember earlier I said Roseanne was just kind of nonsensical, rambled constantly. It was just garbage. Listen to this from the same interview just a few minutes later. She's about to tell us this bizarre story about some dude that she knew. And I was going to say how they always talk about love, love, love this. And a lot of people don't even know what love means. But a lot of people. Who is they? They are always talking about what? Love this. And a lot of people don't even know what love means. But a lot of people have hate. And in my book, I talked about the power of hate. Oh, boy. Sounds like she's advocating for more hate, huh? And I all always had a lot of hate you was talking you did too alex no fucking shit really you always had a lot of hate you say knock me over with a feather could have never guessed but i had this one teacher and he took me in his house and he said he he used to be a hateful person too he was my rabbi and he had this dog and he didn't like his wife's dog and we were eating steak and he cut the heart out of the steak and what is the heart of a steak? He cut the heart out of a steak? What? Do they eat steaks that have hearts in them? What the hell is the heart of a steak? And he cut the heart out of the steak and uh, called the dog over. He gave it to the dog and he said, he said, uh, every dog, he said, is the reincarnation of a bad rabbi. And he said, I know who that dog is. That's a, that dog used to be a rabbi that turned me in. Turned you in. Interesting. Okay. Well, if you did something wrong, then it sounds like it was good that you turned him in, right? Or good that he turned you in or whatever the hell. I am so deeply lost. Like, what is she even talking about, dude? Somebody says the bone marrow of a steak? Ribeye, maybe? I don't know what the hell heart of the steak is. I've never heard that before. Everything about this is just weird and confusing okay and and when i give him the heart of the steak it kills him because i'm so kind and he said we all have only one enemy and not you know larry look here's the thing my mom used to tell me when i was dealing with my dad you know my dad was not the best person on planet earth needless to say my mom used to quote that Bible verse. What was it? I think it was Matthew 544. I could be incorrect. 
If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he's thirsty, give him water to drink. In doing this, you'll heap burning coals on his head, and the Lord will reward you. Basically, if somebody is angry with you or somebody hates you or something, do nice things for them, and it pisses them off even more. What Roseanne is saying here is basically that, right? She's saying, make your enemy angry by being nice to them. There is a small but real distinction to be made between what she just said, make your enemy angry by being nice, and simply being a nice person because that's who you are or that's who you want to be. Okay, Doing something out of retribution or revenge or to get a rise out of somebody because you think that it kills them because you're so nice or whatever... That's not doing it for the right reasons, seems to me. There is a distinction to be made there. Like, you're not a good person, necessarily, as a direct result of what Roseanne is describing here. It seems to me you should be nice to people for the sake of being a, a nice moral person, not to mess with them or something. And he said, we all have only one enemy and none of it is each other. We only have one enemy, and that is the one below. The evil one, the trickster. Okay, well, that's interesting. She just said that she's Jewish a minute ago, right? She said that she had a rabbi or whatever. Jews don't believe in Satan. Satan didn't even exist as a concept until how, the book of Job, and even then it wasn't Satan. It was a figure that was kind of adversarial or kind of questioning God or asking him this or that or whatever, trying to get to the bottom of an issue. It wasn't like an evil being that like had it out for him or something. This is not the concept that Jews have for Satan. I'm telling you, I think Roseanne has fallen into the QAnon trap and picked up a lot of the theology that comes along with it. I don't think she's even really Jewish anymore, theologically. I think, you know, she, ethnically, probably. Yeah, I, she's ethnically Jewish, I assume. I'm guessing. But uh, not religiously anymore, it doesn't seem to me. We only have one enemy, and that is the one below. The evil one, the trickster, the snake. They also don't really believe in hell in the same way that Christians do. That guy. That's the only enemy we have. So anyway, yeah. That is, God, this whole thing was so bizarre beginning to end. And, and if that doesn't seal the deal for you and convince you that she has fallen into this QAnon trap that she may have once been like believed in Judaism religiously but very clearly doesn't anymore, check this clip out. This one is plainly anti-Semitic. And if we would harness all that hate that we've used on each other, if we would take it away from each other and harness it on evil, we could destroy evil in the blink of an eye. Now, I don't know if you noticed, but at the very beginning of this segment that I did here, this this video, Roseanne was like yelling and laughing and cutting up and so on and so forth, right? I mean, right, just listen to this. I wrote this book called Roseanarchy. And Remember? And, and uh, you know, of course, no. She was like peppy and, and kind of chipper or whatever. And now 
all that hate we have for the she's like somber and quiet and dark and it's like i don't know where the switch happened but she got quieter and quieter and quieter as time went on it was just bizarre dude it's like almost not even something that you notice at first until you have to like turn your volume up to hear her you know bizarre we could destroy evil in the blink of an eye if we had more hate we could destroy evil is what she says all that hate we have for the abusers who've put us in jail when we were innocent. Who've She's talking about anti-vaxxers right now. All of the people who took anti-vaxxers and put them in jail and uh, okay, go on. What else did they do to anti-vaxxers during the pandemic, Roseanne? Jail when we were innocent, who've harmed our children, who've tortured us, who've stolen from us, who've killed our family. All of that hate that we feel Wow, that's a lot, dude. Uh, killed our family, tortured us, put us in jail, all for just not taking a vaccine, huh? God, they live in another reality, dude. Seriously, they live in another reality. Alex Jones and Roseanne are not here with us, I'm telling you. All of that hate that we feel and are supposed to, you know, drink ourselves to death or drug ourselves to death to deny that we have because we're so loving, which is all BS. So she's saying that being loving is a bad thing, I guess? Which is all BS. If we would focus that on hating evil and what is done to the children of this world by those people who enslave and murder them. Again, this is all QAnon conspiracy stuff that she's laying down right now every day by the thousands and in vampiric satanic acts actually extract and drink their blood as they all like talk about right wow dude oh god it's getting crazy this is full-blown unadulterated anti-semitic stuff that she's laying down it's called blood libel okay and blood libel's been around for centuries maybe millennia at this point but there's this book called the protocols of the elders of zion that was written back in 1905 is actually plagiarized from an anti-napoleon french book from 1854 so protocols of the elders of zion kind of a uh, acted as a focal point for all of the anti-semitism that existed over the previous thousand years and in that book it claimed that Jews like ate babies and, and drank blood to stay young and all kinds of crazy stuff like this. Exactly what she's describing right now. This came straight out of the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, which, by the way, was printed and quoted a lot by Hitler and in Hitler's book, Mein Kampf. It was actually originally written by Tsarist Russia and then printed out and passed around the entire region and all over the Middle East. It's, it really doesn't get more anti-Semitic, honestly, than the Protocols of the Elders of Zion. And she's sitting here quoting it. Tell me again how Jewish you are, Roseanne. It's crazy. Murder them every day by the thousands. It's not happening. And in vampiric satanic acts actually... She's not even supposed to believe in Satan satanic acts actually extract and drink their blood as they all like talk about right in front of our faces who's talking about this in front of anyone's faces what are you talking about 
Where did she get any of this? This is nonsense. And what the hell is this B-roll footage that Alex Jones is about to lay down for us? But we don't hear it because we think it's a fantasy, but it's not a fantasy. Uh, yeah, it is a fantasy. Uh, what is this B-roll? Satan or something walking with kids? What? Who even did this? Is this from a movie or something? A guy in a Satan costume walking with children. What the hell is happening? Dude, I'm telling you, the whole interview was ass backwards. It was crazy. You've got to watch this thing if you haven't seen it. Again, you can see it on my Telltale Unfiltered channel, or you can just go to my website, owenmorgan.com, search up Roseanne. It'll be the top result. If we would hate that evil with all the hate we have in us, it would go away and we could stop it. And that's what we're here to do is to stop that. And I want you all to like, just know that we have. So what she's saying, if you just hated more, if you had more hate in your heart, then you could stop people from what, I don't know, being vampiric, blood drinking, something, somethings. I, God, this is crazy know that we have the power to stop everything horrible on this planet if we just hated enough and loved God and each other enough to figure that out. And I pray we do. So if we just hated enough, then we could stop satanic, vampiric, blah, 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 from succeeding in life. Just God, what? happened to Roseanne dude what happened to her she is just a confusing train wreck at this point I feel so bad for her family she says her family is a bunch of libtards that let me tell you how libtardy her family is I'm quoting her here my brother works for Berkeley as a professor Berkeley University that's how much of a libtard he is absolutely nuts dude she did a Fox comedy special uh, Fox Nation, where she went up there, did some stand-up routines, and she said her entire family is sick and dying now because they got vaccinated. Simply not true. Verifiably false. Her family members are perfectly fine. She just lives in another reality, and Alex Jones is facilitating her descent into madness, facilitating her spreading that descent into madness to others. It's just crazy, man. Let me know what you think about it in the comments. This blows me away. Next, we're going to talk about Trump prophet Julie Green responding to the news that Trump might be indicted. We'll be right back. Don't forget to check out my Patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad-free, complete videos. All links are in the description. Donald Trump, my son, do not doubt me and do not doubt what I will do for you. Everything stolen, everything lost, you are about to give back in multiplication. My son, beyond your wildest dreams, I will restore and give back more. Literally crying because her god emperor Donald Trump is not in the White House anymore. Absolutely unhinged stuff. This is Trump prophet Julie Green. There's something happening right now in the news. Uh, it was announced that Donald Trump might be indicted and arrested on Tuesday. Now, by the time this comes out, this whole situation is already going to be over. But there's some interesting stuff happening right now, so I wanted to talk about it anyways. Trump tweeted that 
he expected to be arrested on Tuesday. Now, I'm not even sure exactly when that is um, in relation to at this moment. In a few days, I think. Is it going to happen? I don't know. But people's reactions to it have been absolutely fascinating. So I wanted to look at some of the top supposed prophets in Trump's orbit. I'm talking pastors who believe themselves to be part of the Trump religion. I'm talking people who believe that Trump is the new Messiah effectively. And I wanted to take a look at how they're reacting to the news that Trump might or might not be indicted. So who we have on screen here is a woman named Julie Green. She was famously the campaign prophet for the Doug Mastriano campaign. He, he ran for governor of Pennsylvania back in, I think, 2022 midterms. I wanted to listen to what her reaction was to Trump saying that he might be arrested sometime in the near future. And then we're going to talk about some of her other absolutely unhinged, bizarre ideas. Now, when you listen to this, remember that Julie Green is effectively a Trump prophet. She believes that Trump is like the Messiah. I told you, my children, don't worry about the things that you see. Because the things that you see are temporary. What they are trying to do to your rightful president, that's a laughing matter. A laughing matter, okay? Your rightful president, of course, is supposed to be Trump. <laughs> this is a laughing matter. There will be no indictment of my son. Not the way they wanted it to go. Oh, no, no, no. The indictments? Oh, yes, there will be indictments, I promise you. Dude, she is so cringy. She is so cringy. I can't stand it. And it like people believe her, okay? This isn't a nobody. She's got like a ton of rumble subbies. She's very influential in some QAnon groups and some Donald Trump groups. Like I said, campaign profit of the Doug Mastriano campaign. Dude got like 40% in the governor's race in Pennsylvania. That's how high up she is in this movement, okay? Really high up. But it will be indictments for those want the ones, excuse me, for the ones who are trying to make this indictment. So what you heard her just now kind of skip over her words and then come back and say, excuse me, and correct it. It's because she's reading something. Here's how it works. Let me explain the chain of events for you. She claims to hear the voice of God. So God is speaking to her. She writes those things down word for word, types it up on a computer, puts it out in front of herself like as a kind of script or something, and then reads it verbatim, word for word, and claims that it's holy scripture. This is coming directly from God. This is word from on high. So she has to get every word and inflection exactly right because she thinks it's coming from God. She lives in a delusion. Trying to make this indictment because this is a time of seed time and harvest and i told you before many many times in many other words i have given to you they are reaping a harvest they have no idea what's coming i am an end to their plans because i am the great i am and that's the end. God, that's her prophecy about Trump not being indicted. That's fascinating. So she's seemingly convinced that Trump isn't going to go to jail or be indicted. Now, 
I'm not convinced that he's going to either, but, you know, I'm not sitting here prophesying that it's not going to happen. I'm not sitting here claiming that God told me that it's not going to happen. Imagine the humongous heckin' brass balls you'd have to have to do a false prophecy or to do a prophecy that could have any chance of being false. This isn't vague at all. She's very specific here. So let's talk about who she is, why she's famous in the first place. Look at some of her other clips that she's had to say. And then I want to look at what some Trump supporters have been saying to get it on the record, what their plans are if Trump is arrested or something. Listen to what she had to say about Iran here. This is from mid-February 2023. She'd give you an idea of some of the, the ideas and beliefs she has. But remember what I have said about the so-called governmental powers. I am bringing them all down and the world will know that I, and only I, am the God, the creator of heaven and earth, could have done this in this way. Remember, she's reading from a script. It's like prophecy from God. It's so cringy. It is painful, dude. I, I literally want to projectile vomit listening to how cringy this is. It's bad. Canada is coming to Iran and Iraq. I think it's Iran, but okay. They will all join forces against my eagle. My eagle. She's using like code words now. I guess the eagle is supposed to be America, right? In Vietnam, they didn't have, you know, they didn't, uh, they didn't really have eagles over there, but Vietnam soldiers had eagles on their uh, uniforms. So people called them chicken men because they didn't know what, like they had no context for what an eagle was, but they had chickens there. Kind of interesting. So she says Iran, Iraq, and Canada are coming for the eagle for America. They're going to fight America. Canada. Okay, go on. Iran and Iraq. They will all join forces against my eagle. But they won't see in their arrogance the traps that they are about to run into. Traps have been set. And I told you many things are going on in the waters. You can't see, but you are about to, saith the Lord. Saith the Lord. God gave her this message to deliver to everybody else. It's just painful, dude. It's straight up painful. What was it that 1 Timothy 2.12 said? I think that's the one. It's either 1st or 2nd Timothy. I will not suffer a woman to teach. She will have no authority over a man. She will be in subjugation to him. Something to that effect. What happened to that? Like, I don't think that's right. That's deeply wrong, honestly. But again, I'm not the one claiming to hear from God. I'm not the one claiming that the Bible is like the divine authority or whatever. She is. This one's February 21st, 2023. Check this one out. This is another political claim that she's about to make. Judgment is coming to the DOJ. They will be linked to many people and groups like the FBI, the CIA. Their hands are dirty. And their connections to Google, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and many corporations and news agencies. Dude, she hates the FBI and the Department of Justice and stuff because the FBI infiltrated some extremist groups. And of course, she's connected to those extremist groups and loves them to death. The FBI prosecuted some uh, January 6th cases, I think. The Department of Justice certainly did. And that upsets her to the bottom of her black little heart. 
So Google, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Okay, so I I guess she's saying the government is connected to like social media companies? Corporations and news agencies, their house of cards is coming down. A whistleblower is coming that will take down Merrick Garland. He's the head of the Department of Justice at the moment, I believe. And his lies and his connections to the globalists and proof of them hiding evidence regarding the Biden and all of his sinister crimes against the children. And all of his sinister crimes against the children? What is she talking about? She's a full-blown QAnoner, so she thinks that Biden has, like, a room full of kids that he just, you know, sticks a straw in their arm like a Capri Sun and just punches a hole in it and starts drinking it, <laughs> like, to stay young, of course, because he's, like, 107 years old, but he's still, like, young and spry in her mind, I guess. I, I don't know, dude. God, this is crazy. It's against the children. And against this nation. Nothing will stop this collapse that's coming of every entity used to steal this nation out of the hands of the people, saith the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts. God, this is nuts, dude. I'm telling you, this is crazy. How did she get here? How did she get to this point? Was she born like this, just nutty as can be? Now, there's a little bit of an older video, August 3rd, 2022. I wanted to watch that. But before we do, I want to look at Trump supporters' response to the idea that Trump might be arrested on Tuesday. At this immediate moment, we have no reason to think that he's going to be, really, not much of one anyways, other than the fact that he tweeted himself that he was going to be arrested on Tuesday. This website is completely unregulated this is where the donald subreddit went when it was banned off of reddit it used to be r slash the donald when it was banned from reddit they created their own website it was the donald.win and then there was some kind of a conflict with the owner of the url the donald.win so they moved to patriots.win at least in part because donald trump had already said he's going to start his own political party the patriot party so they named it Patriots.win. Anyways, it's completely unregulated. And this is the FBI is all over this website. That This is where people go to look at the extreme of the extreme and see what their thoughts and beliefs and ideas are. Um, again, I, I don't I would not normally show anything on screen here because they throw slurs and death threats and full blown real shit around like nothing. It's all over the place on this website. Anyways, let's uh, let's just read their reaction. This is the tweet that Trump sent out. Now illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan district attorney's office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime and whose leader is funded by George Soros. This is all in caps, by the by. Indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on an old and fully debunked by numerous other prosecutors fairy tale, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America himself, of course, he's talking about himself, will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. Protests take our nation back. OK, so why is he being arrested? Um, allegedly, he's being arrested, according to him. We don't even know if this is true, because... He took money from donors that was supposed to be spent on his political campaign. 
he was supposed to take that money and put it into funding ads and stuff like that to get himself elected. And instead of spending it on that, he paid Stormy Daniels money to not talk about his tiny hands among his other tiny appendages. That's called wire fraud, and it is very illegal. So Jim Baker went to jail for like seven years. or I think he's sentenced to 15, but he ended up getting out of it for that and some other stuff too. So that should tell you that this is no, this is no joke. It's a real crime that he's facing right now. It's real. So anyways, that's what he's been accused of. And there is a possibility maybe he'll be arrested for it. I don't know. I don't trust a word out of his mouth. But let's look at how these patriots, as they call themselves, patriots, are reacting to the news that Trump might be arrested. Again, by the time you see this, we'll already know if this happened or not. I just want to look at their reaction before it actually took place. Nationwide strike. All patriots stop what you're doing and bring society to a halt. They think they're a lot more powerful than they are. Yeah, a strike will do it. They don't care. Until they burn to the ground, nothing changes. This country used to be full of patriots that would die fighting a corrupt government. Now we sit on forums complaining. No coordination. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to censor some of these words out. Self-censor, so... Uh, it's a lot more graphic than I'm letting on right now, if you're not looking. They'd love watching us willingly burn America to the ground. Okay, let me just scroll down. Let's look at number two, the sec the second most liked. This comment was apparently deleted from the forum, but I actually know what it said. Let me pull it up. I'm a I'm kind of surprised that this com that they do any moderation that they deleted this at all. They probably deleted it because they didn't want to look bad. But let me see if I can find it. I'll find it and I'll insert it later. Basically, what it said was Trump Trump supporters intended to create a barrier. They they intend to show up at his place and form a wall around him with people that are armed with AR-15s. And if law enforcement attempts to arrest him, they will stand in the way and it'll get ugly if that's what it comes to. A wall of patriots basically, is what they said. That's what this comment said. And they said, best comment here should be pinned. What if they use choppers to circumvent the Patriot moat? <laughs> and then this deleted one, I saw all this last night. It said, this certain specific type of gun would do the trick nicely. I mean, it, real shit, guys, I'm telling you. These people are absolutely unhinged from reality and ready to do absolutely whatever it takes to get their way. This country is done if this happens. This proves the establishment gets its last laugh, become ungovernable. Wrong. This is not the only country this happens. The same thing happens also in Pakistan, Sudan, probably Libya too. They live in a delusion. They think that Trump is completely and totally innocent of all charges and that he's just being persecuted. How are they this divorced from reality? Seriously. False flag incoming. The government needs a huge distraction from whatever BS they're going to pull. Banking crisis into CBD or CBDCs. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. Oh, they also call themselves peds on here. P-E-D-E -E, as in centipede. Like they're a monster with like millions of legs or something. I don't even know. It's to cause a distraction. The monetary system will probably collapse next week. They just, God, they live in a fantasy land. It could, it must be something other than 
their god emperor, which is what they call him, by the way. I'm not joking. They call him god emperor, Geotis, god emperor of the United States. Their god emperor is being arrested. It has to be a distraction rather than he actually broke the law. Can't be that. People are going to realize that they should have been listening to the doomers and organizing. Yep, if this happens, the entire Patriots in Control narrative is going down in history as the biggest psyop the world has ever seen. That's, uh, yeah, the Patriots in Control thing, that's a QAnon belief. Should have already gone down as such. Do you really believe Patriots were in control of Afghanistan and the continuing war support against the last non-globalist nation on Earth? What? The last non-globalist nation on Earth was Afghanistan? Is that what he's saying? Wow, that's confusing as hell. Okay. Meanwhile, the Q-tards are talking about how this is all part of the plan. Yeah, they kind of gave up on QAnon a little while back, which is surprising to me because Trump is actually still like dog whistling to QAnon. Dare I click it? Dare I click this link? This is a risky click if I've ever seen one. Ooh, boy, I might have to take this live stream down immediately if it gets too bad. Meanwhile, the Q-tards are talking about how this is all part of the plan. He's getting arrested and is telling us to protest. He literally cannot be any more clear. There's no 4D chess here. So many posts like this. And what is this? Let's see what happens. All planned. Repercussions will be ugly regardless. All planned. POTUS is safe. Enjoy the show. I pray no innocent lives are illegally taken. I know this is part of the plan, but I hate this. The idea of President Trump being fingerprinted and maybe handcuffed. Not okay. They are poking the MAGA badger. They can't be this stupid. I've gone from wanting these corrupt bastards in jail to wanting many of them dead. Fair trials and speedy executions. Maybe that's the goal here. To push us to the place where we don't bleat like sheep anymore. We roar and rage. These people are extremists to the core. Like, there is no other way to frame this. You know, there's no other way to look at this. They're extremists and they're nutcases. It's absolutely crazy, dude. View 10 more comments. Let's see. This is incredible. I literally have a hard time believing the Manhattan DA would attempt this. Communists killed 100 million in my grandfather's lifetime. This shouldn't surprise anyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, they live in a fantasy land, dude. Well, looks like we may have World War III and our second civil war at the same time. I'd expect to wait. I'd expect shit to hit the fan if they tried to take down Trump. Is the Secret Service going to allow him to be taken? Aren't they sworn to protect him from illegal shit like this? That's the thing, bro. It's not illegal. Okay, Donald Trump broke the law. This is a completely 100% legal arrest if it were to happen. We're about to see our country being thrown into the trash can if they go through with this, all while there is a huge banking crisis threatening the next Great Depression. Neat stuff. It's not threatening the next Great Depression. He doesn't know the difference between a depression and a recession, but that's neither here nor there. These people are just, God, dude, they just live in a different reality. Seriously, different reality. Out of sheer curiosity, though, let's just kind of glance through a couple of these other posts save trump edition of smash the ccp sunday huge updated thread listing republican statements on persecution of trump persecution biden's doj is coordinating with the democrat manhattan da to arrest donald trump no no that's completely made up like but what she's trying to communicate is that biden is planning to arrest donald trump or whatever that's just fabricated nonsense the top Republican presidential candidate for 2024 and charge him with a fake outdated misdemeanor charge. It's all for politics. This is what they do in communist countries to destroy their blah, blah, blah. 
God, she's so unhinged. It's funny, even some people who are on the list are clearly doing so as obvious political calculation. Pence and Bolton may be persona non grata as far as politics go anymore, but even they were smart enough to make statements on the matter condemning the possibility of Trump being arrested. See, this is what I'm talking about right here. This is why I have to center like everything on this website. I cannot leave anything up to chance. If I'm not directly reading it, it needs to be blurred. Blank isn't on that list. How pathetic it is that Pence and Bolton did the right thing even though they hate Trump while Blank is quiet on this like he was on Mar-a-Lago for a while. I guess DeSantis is who they're talking about. J.D. Vance, this is another one. Got to center this stuff out. No DeSantis or Christy Nome or Sarah Huckabee Sanders or Nikki Haley or many others. Surprise, surprise, surprise. This is great. Thanks for sharing. We have a Bolshevik problem, they say. A Bolshevik problem. Regardless of what you may intend, you say it like that in this context, you make it sound like somehow long-dead people from the Soviet Union who didn't outlast Stalin are somehow directly responsible for all this from beyond the grave. That's kind of how it feels sometimes when they talk about this stuff. So anyways, yeah, that's what's happening right now with Trump and... All you know, all the Trump people and the indictments and everything. So anyways, uh, yeah, deeply entertaining stuff, dude. I'm just blown away by some of the stuff they believe. It is so fascinating to to watch them just eat themselves alive with conspiracies and hate and all of it. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Let me know what you think about it in the comments. Oh, and by the way, by the time you see this, we'll know one way or another if Trump's been arrested. I'm placing bets. I'd bet anything. Trump's not going to jail. I'd bet anything he's not going to jail. If I'm right, you have to like this video. And if I'm wrong, you have to like it anyways. All right, let me know what you think in the comments. Canada is going to go to war with the U.S. Canadian here. We don't go to war for jack shit. And, our, and with our largest trade partner, she's nuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She most definitely is unhinged from reality, has no idea what she's talking about. But you remember, see, this is the trick that they play that these televangelists and supposed prophets play. They claim something completely outrageous, and then they say, and God is going to prevent it from happening. Kim Clement, yeah, Kim Clement made the same exact claim about Malaysian airline something or other, the one that went missing. He claimed that ISIS secretly stole it and that they were planning on running it into a building in the United States, but God was going to prevent that from happening or something like that. You can't claim to be a prophet of God and claim that God sent you this message that something is not going to happen. Some outrageous thing that's so deeply unlikely to happen anyways. And then claim a victory when that thing doesn't happen. Like, how absurd is this? I prophesy that Canada is going to go to war with the United States, but God is going to stop it from happening. Okay, so they're not going to go to war with the U.S. then. What? Nothing about what they say makes any sense. It's absurd. As it happens, I am a member of some, you know, really extreme, nutty Telegram groups. The Telegram is where a lot of really crazy, messed up stuff happens. So I just wanted to kind of take a quick glance through and see what's happening on here. Oh, God, this dude has a sub stack? I had no idea. Oh, dude, I have to follow this. Q Stradamus. He calls himself Q Stradamus. That's crazy. Healing, prayer for COVID, vaccine injury, respiratory heart disease. Ugh. Every patriot needs to be in the streets. They want a civil war. Let's show them. Feds this weekend, probably. 
Morning, friends. Happy Saturday. Yeah, this guy this this guy is called Praying Medic. He's a QAnon extremist. Let's just check Jaron Jackson. He ran for office in somewhere, I forget where, and he lost. But he's got 70,000 subbies on Telegram. There is no algorithm on Telegram that pushes people toward any other Telegram poster. So the fact that he has 70,000 subbies on here is deeply impressive, honestly. I'm not seeing anything really interesting or on point here about Trump. Let's check arrest. Let's just search for arrest. QAnon. Here we go. Trump says he'll be arrested. Uh, this is a QAnon group. It's very uh, influential within the movement. Trump says he'll be arrested and calls for protests to take nation back. Well, well, a few of us have been posting this since three years ago. This event was coming. I shared cabals. This is not how cabals is spelled, if that's what they meant. Cables in 2021, also stating Italian intel community and Russian intel were expecting Trump to be arrested also. These cables stated that stated the arrest of Trump would ensure a military coup had taken place and was still taking place, and the arrest was significant to military courts to ensure a DS military coup was or is taking place. In the end, game the CIA, FBI. Wow. In the end game, the CIA, FBI, Regiment, Rockefellers. Wow, this is just a fever dream here. Okay, let's check the Donald Trump uh, telegram group here. Oh, wait, did they post it in the same? Yeah, I think they, yeah, they just copied and pasted it. Let's check Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson ran for office. I have some videos about him. If you want to see what else he had to say on various subjects, just search my website, owenmorgan.com. I got some videos pop up about him. A call to protest? Protest what? 45 being arrested? Yeah, that's not right. It's wrong. But protest? My prayer is that the people now see walking down a street may have a temporary effect on decision makers. It may stop the singular thing being protested. But the protest needs to be greater in specificity. We need to learn how to turn the screws, learn the Constitution and state constitutions. Learn common law. Zing these servants with petitions that strike at their power, pocketbook in person. So he's calling for political action rather than protest. That surprises me. He's an extremist to the core. Trump hasn't yet been arrested. A future event. It's already shaping people's belief and expectations. Interesting. Stu Peters. Oh my God, he's terrible. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to cover that one too. Censor that one. Antifa. Stu Peters. Wait, when did this happen? This is March 18th, I think, is when he posted it. So those are the most recent ones, looks like. Just, God, they live in a fever dream 24-7, dude. It's nuts. Next, we're going to talk about televangelist Hank Kuhneman really trying to drill into his audience that Biden is a clone. We'll be right back. Don't forget to check out my Patreon and check out my website and email list for early access to uncensored, ad-free, complete videos. All links are in the description. In the Renaissance years, or when people are looking at the crucifixion, they've got some skinny, white, Caucasian guy on a cross. Well, I've met Jesus, and he's not Caucasian. This is Hank Kuhneman, pastor, televangelist, supposed prophet of God, and absolutely obsessed with Donald Trump. Use him as his God emperor, and apparently believes that he's met Jesus in person secretly. Absolutely nutty stuff, dude. Well, he's on a... God, how do I phrase this? An absolutely unhinged rampage at the moment. He has something he wants you to know, and that thing is Joe Biden is a clone. 
I'm dead serious, dude. This guy is close friends with Kenneth Copeland. He's not a nobody. He's a televangelist. He's got a massive church of tens of thousands of people, okay? And he's on this TV show on cable TV every week. It's called Flashpoint, owned and operated by Kenneth Copeland himself. So listen to what old Hank Kuhneman here has to say about Joe Biden or the supposed Joe Biden, the clone masquerading as Joe Biden. This is from mid-March 2023. You can build your life on sand and be woke, it'll fall. Oh my God, he's going down this whole woke is evil path. You can build your church on woke, it's going to fall. Or you can build it on the rock, which is the kingdom of God, and it'll stand no matter what happens, when. You know, that's possible that to build things on sand, I've heard. It, it's something that people can do, but personally, in my, God, I can't do it. I can't do it. Let me start the sentence over. It's possible to do, but personally, when I build things, I prefer to do it on your mom. Floods, rain, egg prices, inflation, a fake administration, 46 that does not exist. 46 that does not exist, a fake administration. Oh, my God. Interesting that God said that from the very start, November 4th. This is a fake administration. God said that from the start. God told... Who? Who did he tell? Was it written down in a book? No. Came from Hank Kuhneman's mouth. God told Hank Kuhneman, supposedly, that Joe Biden is fake, that he's like a clone or something. And he's claiming it as like divine prophecy, like it belongs in a Bible book. It doesn't exist. Why would he say that? And then you got a guy, when I look at pictures, I don't know how many guys are trying to be him. Oh, you're a conspiracist. No, I'm a realist. I'm a no, you're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I'm a cartoonist. I can recognize when somebody doesn't look the same. First of all, you got different looking eyes, different looking head, different looking earlobes. Well, Pastor, you're, you're just one of those conspiracies. I don't read conspiracies. I don't even listen to the news. Oh, yeah, I bet. He doesn't listen to the news. Okay, well, I'm going to pick that apart in a second, but let's just keep listening. I, I can guarantee he listens to the news. I'll prove it to you in a second. Keep listening here. Listen to the news. I'm just telling you when I've seen pictures, I'm like, what are you trying to do? You're trying to pull the wool over our eyes. And I ain't buying it because I ain't deceived. That's just a side note because I had to put a little political commentary in there. Look at Revelation 13, verse 8. Oh, look him up. I even matched his signatures once. Somebody sent it to me. I'm like, I ain't the same signature. I matched Joe Biden's signature. Somebody sent me Joe Biden's signature. What? What does that even mean? Why would you match a signature that some fool sent you? Like, do we even know who this person is? Boy, some people are mad right now. No, I'm just confused. Like, he's offering no evidence for anything he's saying. It's complete nonsense, all of it. I'm just blown away that people believe this. Tens of thousands of people attend this church, okay? Dude is a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Like a hundred millionaire, okay? And he's up here saying this nonsense. Right now. <laughs> Don't mess with my Biden. Well, no, B-Y-E-D-O-N-E, Biden. There you go. I'm not playing their game. Thank you. He is so cringy, dude. Oh, he's so cringy. I can't stand it. It's terrible. Okay, so he says he doesn't listen to the news, right? 
Let's just listen to the first few seconds of this one more time. You can build your life on sand and be woke. That woke thing, that didn't exist until what, with a month or two ago, max. It got super ultra mega like popular to talk about wokeism and wokeocracy and being part of woke and blah, 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 blah. They're obsessed with being woke. It's like how gas stoves were like this massive thing for a while where Republicans were convinced that Democrats are trying to take their gas stoves away from them. And then uh, M&Ms became a thing for a while. You guys remember that culture war issue? You guys remember when people were putting gasoline in plastic bags because they thought that like we were running out of gasoline or some other thing? God, it's just like every other day there's this ridiculous culture war issue that Republicans like just double and triple down on and and insist that, you know, the country's coming to an end because this thing is happening because M&Ms changed their shoes, their spokes candies, their their shoes used to be high heels and now they're sneakers or because whatever i mean there are a billion because biden wants to take your gas stoves it, he never wanted to take anyone's gas stoves and right now at this moment in time it's wokeism that's all anybody is talking about now hank kunneman claims that he doesn't even watch the news or read the news or whatever nonsense the fact that he's used the word woke tells me that he does listen to the news at this moment in time this is the cultural issue that's being focused in on right now, this whole woke thing. He most definitely does pay attention to the news. It's just a flat-out, blatant, bald-faced fucking lie from Hank Kuhneman. He's just lying to your face when he says he doesn't read the news. It's a little thing, but I really feel like I need to drill this home. This is, by no stretch of the imagination, the only instance of Hank Kuhneman claiming that Joe Biden is a clone or something, whatever. Listen to this one. Mid-January 2023, he's been going on like an, an arc where he's trying to drill this into his audience, apparently. So somebody just texted me a picture of the, the guy that they say is Biden. And I'm going to be honest with you. Usually when a sentence starts with someone sent me a picture of a guy, it doesn't end well. So I guess we'll see how this one ends of the, the guy that they say is Biden. And I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, it doesn't look, there's several pictures. It looks. This is his wife, Brenda, by the by. She is her own brand of unhinged. I may hit a couple clips from her in a little bit. She's, she's something else, dude. They're both something else. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, it doesn't look, there's several pictures. It looks nothing like the guy that is Joe Biden. Now people say, oh, it's cosmetic surgery. I'm Looks nothing like the guy that is Joe Biden, cosmetic surgery. There's no cosmetic surgery. What are you talking about? Why would an 80-something-year-old dude get cosmetic surgery other than Kenneth Copeland? I, I think Copeland gets cosmetic surgery, and he's like 85 or something like that. But why? Why would you? I mean, why would Biden even get cosmetic surgery? That makes no sense at all. And let's see the pictures. Show us the pictures. And show us where you got them from. Like, you can't trust anything out of this dude's mouth. Nothing. Joe Biden. Now, people say, oh, it's cosmetic surgery. I'm a cartoonist. I also, uh, I also, and I'm being honest, I also uh, am a portrait artist. 
and I recognize features. Wow, that's so honest of him, huh? He really wants to make it clear that he's honest. He's an honest fella, just like you, right? He's just going to be honest and tell you. He's just going to lay it on the line, not hide a thing from anybody, just tell it how it is. And here it is. He's a portrait artist. Real shit here, okay? Real shit. We don't mess around here. We tell the truth. All right, portrait artist. Also, uh, I also, and I'm being honest, I also... So honorable of him, being honest with us, huh? Portrait artist, that's tough. That's a tough thing to tell people. I also uh, am a portrait artist. You know, people, I, I know, I, I may have gone a little overboard with this joke. I'm going to take it a little further. People could have died for revealing that they were portrait artists. You know, he's putting his life on the line for us so that we know that he's honest and he's a portrait artist. That's the kind of guy he is, okay? Uh, I'm a portrait artist, and I recognize features, and I can see features, and what, what is, <coughs> I'm telling you, this is very interesting because November 4th of 2020, God said 46 doesn't exist. Okay, and of course, this is like a, a prophecy from God that he received. In the privacy of his home, no one else was around to verify this. No way to prove that this is actually from God. No way to know that he didn't just make this right off the top of his head. No way to know any of that. But he's honest, right? We got to trust him because he's honest. So he tells us that God told him that Trump was going to win in 2020. And oh, oops. Yeah, that one kind of fell flat, I guess, right? Ouch. Uh, well, we're just going to sweep that under the rug and forget it because he's honest. He's honest. We have no reason to not trust him, right? He's such an honest guy. And for that reason, we should trust him when he says God told him. What is <coughs> I'm telling you, this is very interesting because November 4th of 2020, God said 46 doesn't exist. We should trust him when he says this because he's honest, right? I remember that. And I had a dream on November 4th. I was literally, I saw where they announced the election for this fake administration. And I saw what looked like the face of what we would call Joe Biden. And the, the voice of the devil spoke, in fact, his, his face changed. Remember, I said, I don't know what's going on with his face, but it wasn't him. And little, listen, something's, something's happening. I'm not, you say, well, that sounds like conspiracy. I don't. Yeah, a little. It does, actually. Matter of fact, I'm so glad that he's self-aware enough to, to point out the fact that this most definitely sounds like conspiracy. Are you kidding me? Uh, yes, this is conspiracy. I guess he had to get, get a jump on this right out the gate and make, you know, head it off at the pass. Make sure that he addresses the fact that this is blatantly, obviously a conspiracy theory. Can't just leave that hanging over, right? Something's happening. I'm not. A, you say, well, that sounds like conspiracy. I don't listen to any of that stuff. I don't even. I don't listen to that. I, I don't care what you listen to. I care about the fact that this is a conspiracy theory. Sounds like conspiracy. I don't listen to any of that stuff. I don't even listen to the news. I'm just looking at pictures that are sent to me. I went out and researched it myself, said, okay, typed in what? And I'm like, come on, man. Come on, man. This is so ridiculous and cringy, dude. Oh, my God, this guy. Come on, man. And, and so, for one, the, the one uh, Biden, uh, all the years, he had bluish-green eyes. Now this, this new thing has uh, brown. New thing? It's not a new person. 
it's not like a body double. It's a new thing. So that could mean a number of things. It could be a demon or a clone. I, the possibilities are endless, right? Could be anything. New thing has uh, brown eyes. So, you know, let, let's, let's be honest. You know, I think we're being played. I, I think we're being played, yeah. It's Hank Kuhneman that's being played, right? Because he's so honest. Check this one out. Mid-March 2023. Let's establish a pattern here of the guy blatantly bald-faced lying to you and his audience. Says he's so honest, right? Let's see how honest the guy is. There was a lot of paintings that came out during the Renaissance years that a lot of people really grab a, uh, a hold of and they think that this is the way that it really was. Right, so Renaissance paintings of Jesus are famously ridiculous. They depict Jesus as a white guy when he very obviously was not. He was Middle Eastern. Here you go, a picture of Jesus right here on the right as a white guy. Weird, right? Here's another white Jesus. Huh. And another white Jesus. I mean, they, that's how they depicted the guy. He was white in the Renaissance. He had blonde hair and blue eyes right here. When he very obviously came from the Middle East, he was not white. So, yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. But okay, so Hank Kuhneman, honest fella, is about to give us some information here about Jesus. People really grab a, a hold of and they think that this is the way that it really was. You say, well, Pastor Hank, what do you mean? Well, for example, in the Renaissance years or when people are looking at the crucifixion, they've got some skinny, white, Caucasian guy on a cross. Well, Wait, is he saying Jesus was fat? Is that what he's trying to communicate? Okay. Caucasian guy on a cross. Well, I've met Jesus, and he's not Caucasian. Yeah. I've seen him. He's got beautiful skin. It was, it was darker than mine, okay? And... and Sure, sure, definitely. You met Jesus. Okay, interesting. And he was beautiful. His skin was like golden bronze. It was beautiful. You know what that reminds me of? I th I, you know, I know what he's talking about right now, and I, I've seen something similar. It was um, your mom. That's who it was. <laughs> Just ridiculous on every level, dude. How do I take this seriously? How do I take this guy seriously? Anything out of his mouth. The stuff this guy says is ridiculous. Check this one out. Late October 2022. Another prime example of this guy receiving divine information from God and being honest with us about it. This is uh, directly before the 2022 midterm election took place. So it was like a week before or something like that. Let's just all begin to turn around. God, we speak and declare over the United States of America over this time that you have chosen of the midterm elections in this time in our country, in this time in our nation. Lord, as we turn, we say things shift. We say things turn to righteousness. Wow. Okay. So it sounds to me like he's prophesying, right? I mean, that's what he's doing. He's prophesying, right? He's giving us a message from God. And he's saying that God is going to make things shift and turn to righteousness. Unfortunately for Hank Kuhneman, the 2022 midterms did not go how he wanted. The Republicans lost the Senate. I mean, they should have taken the Senate. The Democrats already had it, but they lost a seat in the Senate. They lost ground in the Senate. And they only gained like four seats or what? Well, they, they gained a total of like 10 seats in the House or something, but they only have like a four-seat majority or something like that. When they were expecting like 
60 to 80 seats. They did not win by any stretch of the imagination in the 2022 midterms. And he's literally prophesying from God that things are going to go really, really good for them. I mean, how do we like square this? How do we work with what we've got here? He blatantly lied to us. He claimed God told him that Republicans would, you know, things would turn around. Republicans would take everything and it would be a huge victory in the 2022 midterms. And here we sit on the other side of it with Republicans very obviously losing terribly in the 2022 midterms. Claims he talks to God. Claims God told him that Joe Biden isn't real or that he doesn't exist or whatever other nonsense. And says he's an honest guy and you should trust him for that reason. And here we sit listening to him lie to us once again. This should be career ending. This should be the type of thing that he never recovers from. He should hang his head in shame and walk out of that church, never show his face there again. But he's carefully curated an audience of gullible suckers who are willing to pay any amount of money to hear him tell them what they want to hear. Not the truth, not honesty, but what they want to hear. And that is, Trump is going to win. Republicans are going to win. Trump is really the president. Biden's not a real person. He's secretly a clone. Whatever other thing they, uh, he can tell them to comfort them, to make them feel better about the fact that they are the extremists. They are the nutcases that are actively wrecking society. They are the ones that live in a fantasy land, a hateful, vengeful, rage-filled little fantasy land where they talk about people that they don't like and they try to find ways to destroy the government that we have right now and destroy the separation between church and state at any cost. They will pay anybody any amount of money if they're willing to tell him that, even if they know it's a lie. Keep listening to Kuhneman here. Keep listening to honest Kuhneman lie to our face. Righteousness to justice, Lord, to truth. We say things turn back to the way of a divine reset and a rebirthing of this nation once again. We bind every effort that the enemy would do to distort to deceive, to uh, lie and steal. We so this is a guy named Dutch Sheets. He's a fellow televangelist, and he's praying to God that they bind any effort to lie or deceive or whatever, right? Lie and steal. We say, Lord, give us angelic hosts, many of them, to go to work for us. Send Michael if you have to. Do whatever it takes oh! to stop any cheating, any lying, any, anything that the enemy would do to steal this. And now, Lord, as you hover, you release revelation. So we're asking you to hover over, over this state and speak to people who are in the balance. We're asking you to hover over their mind and break deception and darkness off of them and bring light to them and turn the tide and give a sweeping victory in the state of Arizona. And we ask it in the name of Jesus. So uh, that didn't happen. What he just prayed for was Carrie Lake to win the governor position in Arizona, and she failed miserably. 
Kind of makes you wonder if he actually has a line to God or not, doesn't it? Kind of makes you wonder if he's just not making all this stuff up right on the spot. Honest Hank and Honest Dutch, they just making this stuff up? You know, not for nothing, but there was a uh, national day of prayer at the very beginning of COVID. There was a national day of prayer to flatten the curve, to fix the problems, to make it right, to stop the pandemic from happening. You want to know how that turned out? Turned out like this. The very beginning of the pandemic, March 15th, 2020, that's when the National Day of Prayer was. And you can see a massive spike every couple of months, every few months, COVID spiked. It got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse till we had a seven-day average of 800,000 cases at one point in November or December 2021, I think. So how did that National Day of Prayer go for everybody? How did that prayer to get Carrie Lake into the governorship in front of this audience of tens of thousands, I would say at least, honestly, millions of listeners online, how did that go? Is Carrie Lake governor? These people don't have a line to God. They never did, nor are they honest. I feel I've proven that beyond a shadow of a doubt at this point. These people lie for a living. They take advantage of people and fleece them for every penny that they own because they're willing to give them money as long as they tell them what they want to hear. And sadly for them, what they want to hear simply isn't true. These people are paying them to lie to them. Absolutely absurd. Let me know what you think about it in the comments. That's all I've got for you. If you like what I do and you want to see me continue to do it, don't forget to check me out on Patreon and take a look at my YouTube channels. Owen Morgan, where I talk about religious issues. Telltale Fireside Chat, where I talk about politics. Telltale Unfiltered, where I do long-form breakdowns of stuff like this. And Telltale Reads, where I read books by televangelists and others. I release everything in parts, but every part stands independently of the last. So you can jump in anywhere, and I'll make sure it makes sense. You can find some ad-free, uncensored, complete versions of all my videos on my website, owenmorgan.com. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for my email list to get early access to everything. All links are in the description. Okay, thanks for watching, guys.